right, you've guessed what's right around the corner. Ooh. I'll give you a hint. It rhymes with Nanoween. <laughs> Nanoween? What is that? Halloween. Is that a planet from Star Wars? I don't know what that was. Oh, that's Tatooine. Um, that's Tatooine. I don't know what rhymes with Halloween. Maybe some sort of marshmallow dessert, a Malloween? I don't know. Okay, here we go. I have a question. What was the best Halloween costume you guys ever wore? And to where did you wear it? Okay? Ooh. I'm going to just kick it off real quick. You know, back in the day, you know, like one of the great costumes to wear was Betty Boop. All right, ladies, oh, feel me on that. Because you had the garter belt and the little dog. Well, I got, I went all out. I got the little dog that also served as a little clutch bag so I could store all my weed, my keys, everything in there. <laughs> it was perfect. That dog got so dirty at the end of the night, and so did Betty Boop. That was one of the Halloweens back in the day. We were hosting, I think, an event, Bago and I. And I ended up in Chinatown. I even, yeah, with people. Oh. But, like, it was one of those, like, let's just say I booped around. And then at the end of the night, Betty Boop definitely got booped. And it was oh. Wonderful. Oh, it's a wonderful Halloween. Betty trick got or treat. Trick or treat. Emphasis on the trick. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> that took a very adult turn. Yeah, what'd you think wearing Betty Boop on Halloween? Jamie! Yeah. Well, look, as an adult, I can admit, I don't, I haven't gone all out with uh, Halloween costumes. I think of a costume that I can make at home just so I could go to a party that night. I'll put a lampshade on my head and I'll go as lamp man <laughs> and people will be like, yo, what is this, dude? And one time I went at, like as a as a gangbanger. So I put black construction paper for a goatee <laughs> and then I put a flannel type shirts and I just had the top button buttoned. Oh, that's good. And then, and then I brought a real gun, you know, just to have the uh, the added effect of a gangbanger. Um, a, a real gun. <laughs> To mean a real gun. Yeah, uh, a real fake gun. Maybe a, a real cap gun. All right, gun. a super soaker that I painted, you know, dark, okay? Um, but if my best, 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 I would have to go back when I was, like, in kindergarten. I don't remember this, but there's a picture of me dressed as a ninja, and it looked like I had a good time. So Aww. I feel like that's my best ever Halloween costume, a ninja. I mean, you can't go wrong with a ninja, right? Little Jamie ninja, ninja sounds so cute. You know what you probably look like? You probably look like the ninja emoji that you could use. It's oh like a little God. cute, like dark-haired boy with the ninja. Adorable. Wow. And you're very thrifty. I need to talk to you about like you know making costumes for my kids, so I have to spend so much money on Target. Frank, what I about you? Ideas. I have ideas. Let's discuss. My best costume was I was I think I turned like 13, 14, and that's it. I stopped wearing the remember the you guys maybe don't remember. They were plastic and then the it was really hot. Remember that? Uh, it was terrible. It had a string that went around the your the back of your uh, head. Oh yeah, you it remember. It was a plastic mask. Yes, I'll never forget yeah. when I was She-Ra, the Princess of Power. The Princess of Power almost got suffocated by the mask. All right, she so you terrible. guys know. But then when I got like 13, I didn't want to do that no more. And I was out, you know, doing the thing like Halloween. So the first Halloween mask that I bought was the clear one. You ever seen those ones that they always wear, the killers wear? So scary. Yeah. I hate those things. I have nightmares of those masks. And we went robbing, you know, little kids for bags. You know what I mean? So For candy? Yeah, you were man. Stealing we the would kids steal your candy, candy and, and hit you with a sock full of baking soda. Oh, my God. A sock full of big, wow. Yeah, so you have a big, you have a big knot of, you know, white powder in your face and Damn. I'll take your bags. I think you, there's probably a bunch of, like, uh, people in therapy because of that, because of you. Yeah, like, now they're doing a different kind of powder on their face because of you, Frank. Good, good going. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> that never left. They could be the most successful people like right now as adults, but and yet they still think about that day when Frank Nibs hit him in the face uh, with some baking powder wrapped in a in a sock. You said. Wow, yeah, what man. are you like, Dominican homie, the clown hitting kids? <laughs> it's so sad. <laughs> good, good times, man. The kids are not even out now for Halloween. What, what they're missing, man? Yeah, a sock to the face. Stay home, kids. I hope the sock wasn't used. <laughs> Ew, for what? That's my question. Yeah, socks have multiple uses. I know. Oh well, happy Halloween, y'all. Woo! <laughs> Um, so good. It tastes so good like a yodel. I can go for a yodel right now. Anybody a know yodel. the Drake's? The Drake's yodel? Yeah, Drake's is my favorite um, rapper and um, snack food. Yo, oh. that's a really good point. Although I think Drake's... Well, if a Dominican was saying Drake, they add they would add the S. Drake's. So like I love Drake's. Oh my God, Drake's is adorable. I you love this Drake's album. I the new Drake's album and the new Kanye's. Everybody adds an S. Hi guys. Well, What's we're up, talking yo? about them, but this is Latinos out loud. LOL. Uh-huh. LOL for short. It's what we hope to make you do here, right? Hi. Uh, I'm gonna just say who I am, if that's okay with you guys. Hi. I am Rachel Ann La Loca. Okay? Hey. Yeah. Oh, I thought you added a middle name, Anne. Like I'm a- giving yeah, out yeah, my yeah. middle name. That is my real middle oh, name. I thought, then, so you weren't saying and, you were saying Anne. Oh, I I like that, Jamie. I thought you were I'm like Rachel, Rachel and, and La, Loca. La Loca. Or I wasn't sure if it was or Rachel and La Loca. That fairly depicts the fact that I have multiple personalities, so I'm okay with that. Okay. But no, <laughs> I meant Anne, my middle name, A-N-N. Uh, for those of you that don't know, it's there's an Anne in there. So I don't know if you guys have I never knew name. that, Rachel. I never. I don't think I knew that. You I guys definitely that. knew that. You guys no. definitely. I've never. Definitely, I swear to God, I never knew I that. I have been calling you Rachel Ann as a joke. Really? Like, okay, I feel like you have called me Rachel Ann as what? a joke. What? You... <laughs> I never you? knew that. I swear to God, Rachel. You I swear liars. to God. I'm going to go back to like season one or two where like Bago used to go in on my middle name. Like he used to go in. Oh, it's always Rachel Ann, Rachel Ann, because it is such a Jewish name. It really is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Enough with my name. We're doing intros. Who's here? Jay Ferns and full name Jamie, no middle name Fernandez. Oh. I My mother never gave me one, and I, I felt left out for a while of the middle name. Everybody in my class, every time in school, people had middle names except me. But oh, man. I didn't have to fill out that one initial on the SATs. You're lucky. So... I saved the box. I saved the second on my SATs. I added a second. All right, Frank. Oh, It's your man. time. People need to know who you are. I know. You Listen, are you guys going with this middle name thing? Because then I'm going to have to, like, divulge something I've never have. Oh, my God, Uh-oh. Frank, go. Go. Exclusive. Are we, 
I'm, I'm going to give you my whole name. I've never done oh this. Oh, my God. For the Eloeros, I'm going to do this. Wow. Here we go. Franklin Aníbal Nibs. Wow. Aníbal, like Annabelle? Yes. I'm, I'm, I, I, Mike always bothers me about it. I, 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 I love I Franklin Aníbal. Yeah, yeah, Your yeah. name spells out fan, which you have a lot of, Frank. Ooh. Wow, Rachel. I'm going to talk about my number one fan and my, my que lo que es later on, by the way. Amazing. Ooh, okay. Look at yeah. how the universe okay. works. Well, Amazing. The universe, the universe, the universe has brought us together. Universe, there you go. <laughs> the universe has brought us back together. It's so good to be reunited. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It feels so good, doesn't it? Hi, guys. Oh, yeah. What's up, man? Hello, LOLeros. Hello, LOLeros. Leros. They can't talk back to us necessarily, but like you can if you want to. If in your, you know, you're in your car, you're driving, you want to talk back to us, you can. Right now, nobody, just, right? You, you yelling out "Hello, hello, Waleros!" It's like if you were just yelling it out in a cave and you heard your echo. Mm. <laughs> okay, hello, I have an idea. Hello, hello, Waleros! Hello, 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 Yeah. <laughs> I just would love if you're listening to Latinos out loud in your car right now, just beep your horn. Beep your horn once or twice like oh, a Latino. Sure. You know, do a little, bah, 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 you know, or something. And um, wave your hands in the air like you just don't care. Yeah. Ooh, that's good. That's good. You know what? <laughs> maybe is... have one hand on the steering wheel just to be safe. Or you could use your legs. Latinos, we multitask. You know you could drive with your legs. Stop playing. Um, but I love how we're celebrating being Latino in a car because we just had a hell of a Hispanic Heritage Month, what? people. Oh, my what? God. My Latinx ass is exhausted. Okay? <laughs> wow. Latinx was... ass. That shit rhymes, yo. <laughs> Latin X marks the spot. <laughs> I would love to one day talk about my Latin X's, really. Uh, but that's not this episode. You being like an extra right now, Rachel. <laughs> oh! Latin <laughs> extra, extra, extra. Wouldn't that be a good show? Like Latin extra, extra, extra. Latin Read extra. all about it. Right? You guys. Okay. I don't even know where to start. I often Yo. find myself at this crossroads. So I'm going to need y'all help because we were together. Okay, hi. September 15th through October 15th. I just have to complain about something real quick. It's not enough time. Mm. It's okay. not enough time. There's too many events. There's too many things going on. Look at this fabulous sweatshirt. I, like, Okay, Latina, where do we start? Latina, made in Nueva York. This is a wonderful brand by a Latina called Femme Culture. Go to my Instagram okay. page. You'll see what Ooh. I'm talking about. Uh, look at this. Look at this hat I'm wearing from Target. Buena Vibra. Like, Buenas Vibras. Target had a whole Hispanic heritage line. Like, okay, Frank, should we talk about the events? Should we start from September 15th? There were so many events. Should we start with maybe the one that you went to in the Bronx with the, with the Remy Martin jam that you guys were at? Okay, that's a great idea. Jamie, why don't you take this one? So, yeah, there was um, a, like a dinner celebrating Latino, um, New York Latino podcast. And it was set up Jose from Apartment 78. Ooh, ooh, okay, okay. Shout out, Jose. Um, big fans of his. And he he was just kind of showing love to what we what us as Latino podcasters have been doing for the last couple of years. And also, you know, bringing us together um, to commiserate because a lot Ooh. of times. Is that a word? I like that. She sounds- commiserate. That's a word. Yeah, yeah, Jamie yeah. doesn't use many fake words. <laughs> <laughs> and- I, on the other hand, do. 
Yo, Re- Remy Martin was the brand in the house, right? Well, Correct. Remy Martin um, was definitely in the house and was definitely in my stomach. <laughs> it never wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a lot of different concoctions that they were making with Remy Martin as the, you know, the the main the ingredient. Base. Mm-hmm. The base. You know, there was a bulldog drink that I had Ooh. way too way wow. too many of. How many uh, bulldogs did you have? I'll admit if you admit. I think I had three and a half. Okay, I had three. We're neck, okay. we're kind of neck and neck, but and that's... then I just had uh, some other drinks uh, that also had Remy Martin. I think t- I had two or three of the other drink that was Remy Martin. I don't know the name. Anyways, mm-hmm. but it was fun. Um, and the bulldog oh, had yeah. a little mini Remy Martin bottle in it, and then it was up to you how high you wanted to dial the volume on the Remy Martin. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, it was Jim? up to us. I just thought we had to do the whole. You thought the whole thing inside. <laughs> I thought that was just. <laughs> oh well, here you go. I thought it would have been rude not to. It would have been rude not to. Anyway, Remy and the entire Martin family was (laughs) in my bladder by the end of the night. I'm going to tell you that right now. Jamie, Um, I could notice from the pictures, bro. You had a Kool-Aid smile like I haven't seen in such a long time, man. Look, I got in trouble that night. I got home really oh, late. What do you shit, mean? And I wasn't answering Yo, chill, texts. Chill. I wasn't responding to texts, and I got home late. So that was a couch Ooh, night. It was a couch Jamie. night for me. It was a futon night. It was a futon night. It was like, find the most comfortable floor in the apartment night. Um, but anyways, Sorry. let's go back to the party. Rachel, you were there. Um, it was the first time I think I've seen you in person in like a long ass time Eons. as well. Long um, time. Felt so good. I gave you such a belly hug. Just yeah. I dove straight in for his belly. I was like, Jamie! <laughs> it was so great. How so did you great. feel interacting with all the other um, Latino podcasters that were present? Um, some that I knew, some that I didn't. So how mm-hmm. did you feel about it? Oh, wow. I I felt that the room was filled with inspiration and joy and unity. And I'm so happy. I mean, shout out to Remy, Martin, Jose, and everybody you mentioned in Bago for bringing us all together. And I just want to shout out the other podcasts that were there. Uh, Chica Chats, former interns of the Latinos Out Loud podcast. Shout out to Men on Pause. Aye. Shout out to El Salon Chronicles. Aye. Shout out to Plural. Plural, I think I'm saying it right. Forgive me, Pavel. Um, shout out to the Rick H Show, the smartest Aye. guys in the room, the New York Dose, Bury Aye. Me in the Bronx, Chatting Aye. with Jazz, Mess in Progress. The new, uh, it was just incredible. And the group chat right now is on fire. I have so much catching up to do, but people are inviting each other to events we're talking about how do we continue this dialogue how do we get more latinos to start podcasts hey east coast we've been tasked by jose to start more podcasts it seems like the west coast is popping right now we got some catching up to do so you want to start a podcast you want to lean on us or any of those podcasts that i just mentioned for advice or anything all you got to do is hit us up that's all you have to do right. and come to these events, especially events like Rick H put together. We'll talk about that later. The um, Uptown Live, Live yeah. Connect, where we taught people in that room basically how to start a podcast. And those that mm. have already started a podcast, how to do things better. And I don't want to say that we have all the answers. Me, We being me and the panelists, the other panelists, we certainly did not. 
But we're just sharing our experience and hopefully, you know, you guys can gather from that and take what you will and build from it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not like anybody's better than anybody else. We're all learning too at the same time. Um, So I hope that answers your question, Jamie, but it was really amazing and eclectic. And my God, just to see the Latinx, Latine, Latino, Hispanic, whatever you want to call us, representation in the podcast space feels really, really, really good. Doesn't it? It, it, it felt real good. It felt real good to, um, you know, to just everybody seemed really chill and happy to kind of there was no like competitive type of vibes. Right? You know, it was all like love. Um, and they fed us. Um, Ooh, you know, we, we, got, Ooh, we, got, we, we had, first of all, I've been calling. We were calling him Jose, uh, Jose from Apartment 78 because that's what, how we know him from <laughs> Jose Morales. Yes, yes, yes. His Jose Luna name, Morales. I think he's the middle name. name in the hood is Jose from Apartment 78. But it's Jose Morales. Um, <laughs> but we had, um, you know, I had the, I know I had the Chudasco steak. Damn, yeah, good, yo. They had salmon. They what? had, you know, it was like this was on them too. It was like we, you know, it was it was a gift. And shout out to where we were, who made the food. We went to Suyo Gastro Infusion, which is in the Bronx. You guys, look it up, look it up. Suyo Gastro Infusion. The drinks. The bartenders were skilled mixologists. Did you Ooh. gather that as well? Like, yes. they were skilled. They lit the bar on fire. You know, when they do a ring with whatever Ooh, they do. And it was fuego, like, yeah. fuego, fuego. And did you have those vegetable dumplings? Like, I dream about them. I like meat in the dumpling, my dumplings. But then I had some and I didn't really miss it. I was like, oh, these vegetables actually like taste pretty good. Yeah, everything nice. was popping. So we were in the Bronx. Anything else to add? Just you uh, shout, out. shout out also to just, uh, you know, our former uh, co-host here, Juan Bago, because he, from what I know, was very instrumental in the idea of this happening. Excellent. So, Excellent. Um, right. and, and he'll curse me out if I didn't, um, if he doesn't <laughs> see the show. He'll be like, yo, thanks for not, rec- not thanks for not shouting me out, bro. Oh, I want to add to that, too. I just want to shout out his new earring that dangles. Right. Um, <laughs> he's got like a George Michael thing going on. So that I, people look, were... I saw him and I said, oh, great. I'm glad I didn't wear my crucifix <laughs> earring tonight. Um, he was rocking it, though. And you know what? If I rock that same earring, it, I would look like I'm trying to I'm trying to do a George Michael thing. He looks like he's maybe, try, you know, he can pass for like a reggaeton type What's up like with a that new bunny, head? What's... A bad bunny light. Ah, I like that. What's up with that new haircut he got, man? I don't know. You got to talk to his barber yeah. if he has one. I don't know. <laughs> we talk but about it was bad great. How about bad barber? Oh, um, it's, it's all love. It's all love. I'm going to get that text from him. That um, is so great. Okay, we should cut. We should stop right there. Should okay, we? so uh, thank, So anyway, great, that was a great event. We uh, thank, you know, and Remy Martin. Yes, Remy Martin Bulldogs all night yeah. long. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, make sure that you're always texting your loved ones when they don't know where you are, just in case. Anyways, that was... Uh... They, oh, they, when they don't know where you are, for sure. Yeah, well, wow, yeah, that's that how it went down. Personal, that was my <laughs> personal story that night. and I Sorry to hear that. I was like, uh, oh, yeah, damn. Oh, um, man. But um, kind of like how we felt when Frank was in, in the, the show last week. Last oh, week. Man. We didn't know where he was, so I had people, you know. We put the APB I, Fatima, out. I didn't Fatima even know what else know to do. I was. She thought I was in a ditch somewhere because I didn't respond to any attack. 
Um, it's New York, you know, anything can happen, man. You it's know? true. We live in like New York, you know? like 80s New York now, like Frank says. And so yeah. that's um, a good point. That's a good reference. Happen. You're right. Rachel, so I don't know if you wanted to continue on the, the Rick H event. What were you teaching uh, people in that event? Like any, any tips that, uh, that, you know, you kind of your words of wisdom that you want to share with us? Well, I just want to shout out the event itself. And this is great because it seems like we're going in chronological order. So the next day we were uptown shouting out uptown real quick because, yo, it's just so cultural up there. I love it up there. Mm. And Frank, I think you somebody that night named me an honorary resident. So I want to just thank you guys. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, all so, the, capacha, the cachapa part, uh, spots. I know the trucks now. <laughs> like, I know where to cop. Like, I just, I, it's so great. I feel like Jamie, I gave her, she knows all the spots better than me. She's like, yo, this is where this is at. This is where that is at. I'm like, yo. Yo, they have the best pizza here. And then if you go all the way in the back, it's a secret strip club. Well, I got to shout you guys out, too. No, no. Dead ass. True talk. Like, I'm shouting you guys out. You guys have been hell of a hell of a tour guide, you know, or tour guides for me through the years. Frank always, you know, put me on to spots. Jamie put me on to food spots. So you've also been instrumental in my knowledge of Washington Heights. And I'll say and Inwood. Frank, um, uh, I'm so in thank too. you. I'm in wood too. Yeah, she's in. He's he's in wood. I'm Washington Heights. You know, well, you know we got Heights, love for each I'm other. I'm in wood, and uh, you know, all the Washington wood haters Heights. suck it. Nah, nah, it's all Ooh, love. Wow, it's wow. All love. I don't want to be love. a part of that. But so we were at um, Angelica's Uptown. Shout out to Angelica's Uptown. You guys got to check out the spot. Oh, they have that's a beautiful nice. backyard, right, Frank? Like, oh, what was man. your observation of the venue before we get into like everything else that went down? Well, it's a, it's a it's a beautiful spot on 187th and off of Fort Washington. They just recently opened. It's a bar restaurant, and they have a they have a outside area with seats probably close to I would say 50 people. Rachel, perhaps maybe even 50. more. I mean, it more. was tight back there, but it was a nice. I would say let's give a range like 50 to 70, maybe 50 to 75. And Rachel, it was a packed house. It was yeah. you. It was uh, Maleni from Maleni and Chicle. It was Maleni Cruz, Raydel Ortiz, Raydel Ortiz, and uh, Ivan from uh, and uh, Tommy Five K was there, and I forgot the other young lady uh, podcaster, the Talk Your Shit podcast. Right, they were there, and it was a packed house, and uh, you were dropping gems, and Raydel dropping gems, definitely, definitely. Ivan dropping gems. You know what I mean. Maleni was there doing her thing. I think she was mm. moderating for the first time. So it was a beautiful event and was mad love, you know? I love when we do our events uptown and we fill up the house. And that's a beautiful thing because these are people just like us that are on social media and they're meeting us. And Raydell's mom was there. And, and sister. And sister, you know, Raydell just comes off, you know, being with Aventura on the stage. Mm. And now, you know, these people are showing them love. Like, they, he's, wow. he's his... His thing is, you know, popping off. You, Rachel, you was getting all you. You was popping off the questions, like you were like, it was, it was real, and you were giving, you were throwing some gems of, you know, your your career and how you popped off the the, the podcast and how to do it. You know, people want to know how to do this, and you know, we're doing it, and not only that, we're telling other people how to do it. So it was a great event. It was a beautiful event. Thank you, Frank. Yeah, there was a lot of 
user-generated content that evening because most of the questions, although Maleni did a wonderful job moderating and asking fantastic questions, the audience really asked some dope-ass questions. Yeah. Like, the event started with a Q&A, and then it went to the moderated panel, and I was so late. Oh, my God. Uber problems. I'm just... I was so late. But I'm sorry. Um, and then it went into another Q&A where people were just asking very specific questions. Jamie, to answer your question, one of the questions I was asked at the end of the night, and Frank actually told me, I didn't know this, but like there was somebody in the audience who wanted to ask me this question, a woman, and I guess Frank, was she a little shy or she didn't want the microphone or or something, right? right? And then she asked her husband to ask the question. So her husband asked me, what are the five things that I attribute to my success? Can mm. you believe that? Five? Mm. Damn. I would have been like, can I just give you like two? Because I got I got somewhere. <laughs> I have somewhere to be after this. Yeah, well, that was my like instinctual reaction. But actually, I came up with five and I, I had to post it on my social too because it was a moment of self-reflection. I'll go through my five real quick. My number one was my support from, or the support that I get from my village and the family. Number two were smart school, you know, smarts and the school thing and classes, mm. just always trying to refine and cultivate the talent, the raw materials that I've been given, that I've been blessed with. Um, number three, the passion. It's like the driver behind it all, actually. Number four, and just I emphasize this, moving the needle in your own way to the highest point possible, just moving us forward as much as you can. And that ties into number five is my desire to win, but as a collective and not as an individual. Wait, what about don't get high on your own supply? Was that was okay? That, that's, that is actually part of the 10 crack commandment by the notorious B.I.G., um, which works and folds right into it. Yeah. Never Six. get high. It just missed the top five. Yeah. But, you know, those questions were great. I want to shout out everybody who was present and all the new followers of Latinos Out Loud and all the current ones who were there, too. There were people that knew our podcast that, like, I I didn't think I was going to get asked so many questions, but, like, people had a lot of questions about the podcast space. And that just shows, to Frank's point, the yearn, the desire is there. And in a pocket of Manhattan and the Bronx and Uptown, that maybe some executives at certain companies wouldn't think would be so thriving and wanting to like get on this wave. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That's right. So we need to do more of these events. And we did more, Rachel. The next day we did a lot more. Oh God. So where do we go next? Okay, (laughs) let's move back. Oh, shout out to Rick H for putting everything together to BX Craze for also for producing a wonderful event and everybody who was there. Where do we go next, Frank? The next day, we went to uh, the spot that was formerly La Marina, which is called the Hudson, and Led Black had a beautiful event there. Uh, uh, I think, I believe it was uh, Adidas that sponsored it. Yo, yo, and, um, Adidas in my had, Adidas. They had so, uh, La they, Marina, they, just so people know that are not from New York. This is a spot that is overlooking part of the Hudson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that so, sounds right. It's a nice view. Yeah. After Jay Z was there and DiCaprio were there, I think pretty well, much. I mean, French Montana drops it, pull on, up La Marina Jamie. in a yacht. Everybody knows La Marina. La Marina. Yeah, yo. But that's good. But now it's gone through different. It's gone through different versions of it, and now it's a new spot. And then, um, and this is where you guys were at, right? Yes. How was it? Adidas sponsored it. Led Black uh, also uh, was the man of the hour. He sponsored it pretty much. Nice. Uh, shout out to Calixo. 
that was there. Elvis Nolasco, former guest, was there. Uh, Ziad Ramadan, close friend of mine, a childhood friend, which I introduced to Rachel. We had a great conversation. Great conversation. Um, they had the dominoes tables out. Everybody was playing dominoes. Rachel was doing her thing, playing dominoes. You were uh, playing dominoes, Rachel? Yes. Okay, okay. Why, first of all, why are you so surprised? Okay, like, I understand, like, you're surprised when I watch a sporting event, but why are you so surprised I was playing dominoes? I need, I need to understand that. <laughs> Rachel's like the Domino's version of the Queen's Gambit. I don't know if you've seen that that show that with, about the chess champ uh, woman, but and yo, Rachel, the food was there. They had the drinks. They had I the mean, whole the nine. food was there, but by the time I got to the front of the you line, there was to... three drumsticks. But I got there late. What are you gonna do? I'm always but, late. I'm but always hey, late. afterwards, you took me to the cachapa spot, and Jesus, how much cachapas we ate, man? Like, yo, I don't know why so that were... spot hits the spot so you well. You went from capicu to cachapas, damn. Yes. Yes. Okay. yes, we played a great game of dominoes. I have to say, I've never. Okay, this is the truth. I know that I I seem to have been a very good player that evening but that true talk was my first time playing at a table nah. like with teams i still hold up on my mother frank uh my dad taught me how to play dominoes but like one-on-one -on -one, you know i never played at a table and yo i kicked ass a little bit i mean i saw that son you were fucking busting ass wow but it was so much fun uh yo shout out to adidas they gave out the like you know, the the hats and the, the water bottles. The yo Frank yo won. Yo Talk about it, Frank. You won something. I'm going to tell you something so weird about that situation. <laughs> Ten minutes before the raffle started, Romel, the director of your film, Superblock, comes Hi. up to me and says, do you want your ticket? And I said, no, here, take it. And he takes my ticket and I grab him as he's leaving. And I said, listen, whatever you win, give me half of it. So he says, what if we get a pair of sneakers, Adidas sneakers? I said, you give me a sneaker and you keep a sneaker. He said, all right, bet. He goes, he sits down and the raffle starts. And like my number was like the what? The second or third number chosen? That sounds right. So he came up to me. He's like, yo, you won. And I was like, really? I said, go up. He goes, no, nah, you go up. So I went, I got the domino set. And after I got back, I told him, yo, I'm going to keep my word. Here, take the dominoes. Let's break it in half. It was ridiculous. <laughs> it I was said, listen, just ridiculous. Nah, but then I, I, re I said, you know what? I don't play dominoes. I said, Ramel, take the dominoes. Uh, let's keep it moving. I said, you get me next time for a drink. I and eat dominoes. Call it a day. There you Word. go. <laughs> that was not. That was not what was there, Jamie. Well, I had a great photo shoot there with that backdrop. It was a really dope backdrop. That lead block. Shout out, lead... shout out to Dister from Uptown. He did that piece. Oh, really? Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, my boy it. Dista, he did that graffiti piece. That shit was off the hook, yo. And Frank appreciates art. Like, yeah, he's a big art appreciator. Yes. Yo, Jamie, he did it on the spot with the spray paint and the whole nine. He did it right there on the spot in front of everybody. Wow. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout yeah, out yeah, to Dista, yeah. man. He's a great and artist. And it said it had a girl with a Dominican hat on, a little flag, and it said, can't stop, won't stop. No pare, sigue, sigue. Ooh. It was lovely. I loved it. So inspirational. Again, another event filled with pride, you know, all these events that celebrate our culture and heritage, it, it really takes the people to fill it with the pride. But once you're in there, there's such a buzz, right, Frank? Like, what? we're all connected. Um, it's and just a wonderful time to be out and about. And the Harlem crowd, too, represents, too. The Harlem crowd was there. It was, it was mm. a beautiful win. It was outside. So it was, I felt like we were in DR playing dominoes, you know? That's cool. I had a great time. Yeah, Presidente was on deck. They had some tequila drink on deck. It was dope. What? 
So where do we go next? My God, I just, you know, there's know a there's bunch another, of stuff. There's another okay? event we're kind of missing there. I don't know which one it is, but there's one event that we're missing. But I know one thing that happened that shook shook up shook up everything was Facebook going down, guys, and IG the other day. Oh, but you're going to talk about that, right? Are we saving that for Frank Spiracy or, no, or what are we nah, doing? No, nah, no, nah, ain't no conspiracy. You guys know what's up. That whistleblower was out already, you know, and they just wanted to make up for it. You know, they're playing games with us. You know? It was. I mean, yeah, that was. It was a lot of content creators were like getting nervous. Hey, yeah. guys. they didn't know what to do with themselves. They actually had to do something without um a camera. So what is this? At, what is this telling us, guys? Uh, is is uh, Zuckerberg and the crew like having control pretty much even more and more these days? Like they're controlling our careers, our our means of making money now through social media. I don't know what that was. I'll tell you my experience. Um, and then I want to shout out another social media platform right after. <laughs> um, but it was so strange to have seen all of it go down. WhatsApp, Facebook, Instagram. And I will tell you one great thing that came out of that situation. My apartment was sparkling clean. Okay. It was so, I've never seen my apartment look so immaculate. I had a few hours on my hands and I'll say this other thing too. Like I am admittedly reliant on these platforms, Ooh, not so much for the communication. I like that. At least you admit it. I like that. I like admittedly that. reliant on the platforms, but perate, perate, not so much for the communication and the bochinche of like, oh my God, you saw what she posted. No, 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 senores. No, 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 no. Porque I actually use it to conduct business. Like those platforms have become an element of my business or businesses, whether it's me as a performer having to send some clips to a CD or it's me as a producer wanting to showcase the Wendy's commercial that I produced that Jamie wrote that Frank co-produced with oh, me. So Jamie, that, nice shit came out dope. Nice that shit came out dope, son. We'll talk about, I mean, you want a segue? We could segue. Let's segue. Wendy's. Shout out to everybody involved. Shout first out of to all. Wendy. Let's start from the top. Let's shout out. I mean, this is this is a series of 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 commercials that Rachel and Uptown Shots have, have done. Maybe being Latino, being yeah. Latino right. throughout and the whole this is summer. Straight off, this is straight off uh, right after the Lays one that right. Yeah. That, that is a series we that we've been did. doing, and um, this one that we're speaking of particularly is uh, Jamie that was in it. And I think, uh, I think, uh, uh, what's his name? Rick, uh, what's the guy's director's name? Yo, yo, Rick Rosario. Yo, yo, Rosario. That looked dope. That came out dope. Shout out to Yaya. Shout out to Jamie. I thought that was, it looked really dope. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, it's fun writing these. And, 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 and I got to perform in it, too. So it was like a double whammy. Um, <laughs> and, well, that's you know, because yeah, great. sometimes you're, I want to just shout you out in the courtroom. You're guilty you're guilty of making these characters so fun and so Jamie that as you're reading it in the script, you're like, who else could play this? Like, but Jamie, like this is, I'm... you're funny. You're so funny. And like, sometimes when you write these characters, well, maybe it's because you're so versatile. I'm not sure. But this one in particular was like, uh, nobody else could play this role. Except for I feel Jamie. like if you've only seen me do know me from like these kind of little projects that I do where I pop up, um, you might think that I have like an accent all the time. 
Because I literally, I did the Profeta, this. Yes. When, when we've done Room 28 stuff, it's like, I always have like this thick accent. And it's like, it's you never you never really know where where the accent is from. It's like a little bit of my father. And just, I don't know. It's not really like a dialect that you can pinpoint exactly what it is. But I, so I have to do something maybe with my real voice someday. Oh, boy. Yo, I, I have to comment on this. Yo, shout out to you guys. I love these things because they're family affairs. Um, I found this like, you know, pocket of, you know, career advancement, I'll call it, where it's this marriage of what I did for 17 years on the marketing side at the magazine and the other brands like Heineken that I worked at. Yeah. And and marrying that with my passion for comedy, moving us forward, I keep saying it, but also putting us on screens. So it's marrying all of that. I get to work with my friends. I get to put po- like money in their pockets, like all around win, win, win. I want to shout out Mel Echevarria, who works at Being Latino, my Vicky, partner Vicky. in crime. Shout out to Vicky. Vicky, Lance Rios, Mr. Chancla at Being Latino for trusting us. We've built this like A team. We've done now. One, two, three, four, five shoots with them, memes, videos. And I have great news. Uh, just today, we sealed the deal for another uh, something for Wendy's. I can't be specific yet. But we're going to keep making commercials because the brands are starting to come too. They're starting to get it. That the way to The way to talk to Latine, Latinx, Latinos, Latinas, Hispanics, whatever you want to call us, is through their culture, not really through their language. I mean, yeah, sometimes the language helps, but more importantly, culturally relevant content. That's what resonates when we see ourselves acting yes. like ourselves. Yes. So we're putting together content with our partners at Being Latino that does just that. We're we, we're being told to lean into the fact that we're Caribeños and Caribbean. I've never heard that before in my life. You guys know <laughs> When you go, when you're in a writer's room, Jamie, or when you're on set, I don't think I've ever heard somebody say, oh, uh, hey, we want you to lean into being Dominican with this character. Okay? Never. No. Ever. They so, do the opposite. They're like, "Is um, th- this might be a little too Latino for what <laughs> we're going for. And Rachel knows we've had that. We've had that note in the past for some stuff. But, oh, yeah. Um, and that hurts, doesn't it? And it's it? real. It's not like just like fake stories from like, you know what I mean? From the source, we've heard it from high-ranking people, and they're not shy about it. It's basically like it's it's not even uh, like code. They don't even say it in code. They just (laughs) they don't know how. Yeah, it's just like can you do something like not as Latino? Oh my god! And it's like okay, yeah. um, What do you say? What do you say to that? I mean, it's tough. It's a tough position to be in, right? And we were kind of just. We were in a different place in our career at that right. at that point when we heard those words like the last time I remember, um, and so blatant. But anyway, um, it feels really good to be where we are, where we're the orchestrators and we're trusted partners to develop this content. Jamie, you're doing such a wonderful job at writing these scripts. Oh my Jesus, they're so Do, good. No, and just collaborating with you and. Whoever we, you know, the talented uh, directors that we we've gotten so far, um, it makes the end product that much better because it's a ball of clay when you film it, and then you have to it has to become 
uh, something that the client is like, oh, yeah, this is, I, I think our, our customers are going to want to buy uh, bacon egg croissants after this. Jamie, and, and, and us to be proud of, too. We want to be proud of that product, yeah. which is why we're so involved. You're involved in post. I'm, we're all involved. We yeah, all yeah, get our yeah. hands dirty. What's up, Frank? Jamie, I got a question for you. You wrote this, right? Yeah. You wrote this, you acted in it, and you saw the finished product. How did it feel to see it from beginning to end? Um, you know, I mean, just, you know, the experience I've had doing it when we've done Sketches Room 28 kind of prepares me for stuff like this. So I know that things will be sacrificed in the edit room, so I can't be too attached to any any jokes or anything, especially when you do it marketing. The product comes first. So... You know, there's always some jokes that get cut, left on the cutting room floor that you're like, oh, <laughs> damn it. But then it's like, oh, OK, that just makes like the the things that remain that much more, uh, pun- you know, it's still going to be funny. Um, but you got to make tough decisions right in the editing room for everything. Mm-hmm. So but mm-hmm. yeah, once everything is done and it's approved, it feels good. You want to get approved. That's the that's the main thing. You want them to like it. As much and as you do. Let me add a little bit of color to that in that, like, now that we are two commercials in with Wendy's, even on that second commercial, we got closer to having less feedback. So we're right. also gaining the trust of the client, our partners at being Latino, in that we're listening, we're weaving in their messaging organically. I will attest to the fact that I don't think you've ever put the product before the comedy, Jamie, which I appreciate because that just shows our integrity and that we'll never sacrifice what we think is funny for any client or any brand or anything that comes in the way. It's funny first, or I know I'll speak for myself. I can't co-sign if I feel like I'm like selling my soul. Like I always want the brand, meaning the brand that we've developed with Room 28, Latinos Out Loud, Rachel La Loca, Jay Ferns, those brands should come first before anything. Do you agree? Oh, definitely, definitely. And I think now, I mean, I think it's 2021. I think now um, advertising, uh, you know, is, uh, you see a lot of creatives getting into the advertising space. You know, you see, uh, you know, standups and, uh, you know, A-list actors and just writers, directors, they're all doing advertising, but they, they're going to, you know, if they're going to have their names attached there, it has to have kind of a little bit of their footprint on it. Right. So yeah. we don't want to do an ad and you're like, wait, who did this? It's kind of just very vanilla. Like we have to put our, we have to put our personalities and our and our creative impulses in there and 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 balance that out with like yo you know buy this um i just want to say go to the being latino instagram or facebook page and you could see this product and if i could just shout out the cast and crew real quick uh, real quick um we made some references before but yo yo rick ricky rosario was behind the camera and in the editing suite of course jay ferns and the talented miss yaya y'all both killed it that telenovela feel came across it was so funny um <laughs> and i gotta give a big shout out to carlos lampo lampele oh he came through he came through he yeah, came through yeah. There was a big emergency in my family the day before, and I, I couldn't couldn't do it. Frank also couldn't make it, and Lampele came through. We we spoke the night before. We nice. had several meetings. And got a squad, just, son. We got a squad, son. Yo, we got a squad. Oh, my God. Gang, 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 gang. 
I, I love our gang. So, gang. yeah, I think uh, the, the point of this is hire us. Yeah, wait, yeah. there's more. <laughs> there's more shout outs. Um, we got to shout out John Hagler on sound. What a professional. He comes through with everything we need. Yeah, you hear me. Uh, set design and food prep. I have to shout out Francis and Sabrina and hair and makeup by the lovely and Dominican Esmeralda. So, of course, we keep in it. I'm not saying she's Dominican. That's like the only reason why we hired her. But like, it just feels good to be working with so much bipolar. Pac and like yo our cast and crew is 90% Latino so um, I'll keep it going and then there's another one coming out shot and edited by Ramon Pesante former guest of the Latinos Out Loud podcast so stay tuned to being Latinos socials real soon um, okay guys where do we go next we've been talking a lot about Hispanic Heritage Month Woo! there's Oof. more isn't there Oof. Um, Oof. 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 If, if I may I just want to talk about another social platform Twitter because Twitter also brought me on to do something with their Twitter Together page. Check that out. Twitter Together is the handle. And they did a celebration of Latinx heritage where it was just a really candid conversation about a lot of interesting subjects like being accepted, not being accepted, being Latino or not being Latino enough, um, oh, the color of our skin. Yeah, we, yeah we, we were talking about some deep conversations. Mm. And shout out to our moderator who was Alexis Garcia from Pero Like, who we love. Pero Like, we love her. And other uh, participants, other panelists, shout out to Ana Flores, check her out, and Eli, Velaz- Eli Vasquez, sorry, um, Ariana, and The Real Shihan. And that was put together by my boy Richard Rugdow from the, from the Latinx Hive. So the it, it was just an incredible celebration. And again, a real conversation. Like, it wasn't just about, like, you know, we weren't skimming the froth. We were steaming the milk. Like, we were, we were talking about it. Wow. Um, and then I got to shout out 1010 Wins. Did you guys hear the interview on 1010 I've seen Wins? that, son. 1010 Wins. I just was like, wow. Yes. That's very New York. Yes. <laughs> when they reached out to me, I was like, I, I, was, I almost died. I was like, what? 1010 Wins as in... You give us 22 minutes, we'll give you the world wants to interview me. <laughs> I've been listening to this AM radio station. Forever. Forever, AM ever? radio ever, station. Ever. Yeah, you're aging yourself. You're aging yourself. You guys, like, we're in the same age pocket. We're in the same PETA pocket. Don't really? don't tell me we're not, okay? Like, have you not grown up and listened to 1010 Wins your whole life? Like, for oh, news and weather? That. You guys outside of New York, it's one of those like AM radio stations that it's like everything. It's your go-to for everything. Before there was an app on your phone that could tell you the weather, before there was, uh, you know, uh, the forecast thing or the, you know, the news app that gave you the top five news points, like there was 1010 wins. And they even have the old school newsroom, like typewriters as their like room tone, as their background. It's like, you give us 22 minutes, we'll give you the world. Well. Those guys, they're celebrating Hispanic Heritage Month too. Reached out to me for an interview. Shout out to Heather Bermudez, who is a wonderful journalist. We spent an hour and a half together. You can find that interview on my Instagram. I link to it. It's on odyssey.com, their parent company, A U D A S Y. I think it's spelled, but go to my Instagram. It's there. And thank you for those questions too. Again, a very in depth interview about where I come from. Who I am, a lot of Brooklyn shout outs, Midwood High School. Yo, we talk about my parents a lot. 
Um, and so it was interesting. And then I'm just going to run down the list real quick. This this other thing that I want to shout out real quick is the National Hispanic Media Coalition. You guys know that one of my uh, my short film, The Swimmers, is one of the seven pieces featured. Well, it yes. was supposed to be taken down on October 15th. But guess what? Here what? is an extended Hispanic Heritage Month treat. Okay? Trick what? or treat. Here you go. It's being extended through Dia de los Muertos. Oh, yeah. If you haven't had a chance to check out the short films, I implore you to. If you don't want to check out mine, no offense, I won't know. Um, But check out the other pieces. They're all amazing. I don't know why you wouldn't want to check out mine. It's about, like, some good stuff. It's about, like, the swimmers, sperm, and a lot of funny stuff. But um, go to nhmcshowcase.org through November 2nd, and um, wait, one more thing. Oh, my God, you guys, wait. How can we not talk about Hispanic, like, how can we talk about Hispanic Heritage Month and not talk about the lists that Latinos Out Loud were featured on? Like, we were featured on a bunch of great lists, you guys. Do you remember? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Yeah, well, there were so many lists that you kept, you sent us so many links. Let's start with with A. This is another list that they're showing us? Let's start with A. Lucky a, for Apple. you. Yeah. Lucky for you. I made a list of the lists. Yeah. So, let's start with A. A. Go ahead, Frank. Kick us a off with the Apple. beginning of the alphabet. Wait, we're Manzana. doing all the whole alphabet? Apple, we're doing yes, the whole alphabet? we were on Apple Podcasts. I don't think we were featured that many times. <laughs> um, 26 times, I don't think. One day, um, Apple shouted us out. Yo, I want to say this is the fourth year in a row that we've been featured on the Hispanic Heritage Month like Oof. homepage. Shout out to them for elevating us and for letting people find us. Because, you know, in the podcast space, y'all can feel me hopefully on this. Like, sometimes it's just hard to find us, you know? So we need the help of these platforms to elevate us and make it easier for the people to find us. Um, So after A, I guess we're going to go to K. We had a really nice write-up on Culture K, with uh, Culture with a K, Culture Hub, featured us as one of the podcasts you need to listen to. Nice. We were also featured on Spotify. So shout out to Oof. Spotify for also plugging us on their Twitter page. It was really nice, guys. It's nice to be shouted out, right? Love it. No, it's always cool um, um, to get good accolades, right? From Especially for people you don't even know. It's not like we know them. It's just like, oh, this publication listens to us and is also giving us props. It proves that there are people that are listening and enjoying Yes, Eloeros around the world, baby. Yo, I mean, the last thing I want to say, talking about around the world, you know, I got to do a quick little trip um, amid a crisis in my family. But, you know, uh, Where'd my you mom, go? Where'd you go? I went to Utah real what? quick. With quick the Mormons escape. Hat? Yo, wow. Uh, definitely storming like a Mormon uh, <laughs> to Utah. <laughs> And I was invited out there for the red carpet premiere of the Tuttle Twins, mm. which is the animated series that I play La Mama, the La Mama, the La Mama, the La Mama. And it was so great, you guys. I went out there for a few days and wonderful events, just like seeing the final product like Jamie was talking to before. It's quite marvelous, especially with a voiceover project to finally see the episode. So three episodes were unveiled and you can actually catch episode one on their YouTube page. So if you go to Tuttle Twins TV, you'll see them on YouTube. You'll see episode one and you'll hear my voice. I only have two lines in episode one. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> you know, they gotta like, you know, they can't just put you in and write like so much, too much of Rachel in that first episode, and then they're just gonna, you gotta bl- you gotta work your way in there, work your you way know, in, yeah. I've heard that sentence too many times. Too much of Rachel, blankety blankety blanks. I don't know what that's about, but <laughs> one day I'm gonna the kids, do the kids. I'm talking about. They get too much Rachel right away. It's gonna be I'm a gonna lot a, for these young, these young minds. Do a focus group on that. I hear too many people saying too much of Rachel. Well, blah blah. Like, what am I a bad like you know chemistry experiment? What am I gonna implode? Okay. Look, I've heard that way too many times. We need to talk about lab- that. There's a warning label now on Rachel. It's like, too much of Rachel. I'm serious. Yo, but okay, fine. Then I'll end it like this. Because uh, I don't want too much of Rachel on this episode either. Uh, okay? Uh, it's all good, baby. It's all good, son. Well, check out the Tuttle Twins TV. That's all I have to say, really. But it was a wonderful... Uh, I'll tell you this much. Let's just talk mental real quick. Let's talk mental. I was going in the middle of all this and I was really close to canceling the trip. I didn't tell the producers or anything, but, you know, I was just letting my instinct sort of I wanted the emotion removed from my instinct. I just wanted the instinct to kick in and it did. And then I consulted with my consigliere, my mom, and she told me to go because it was amid a family crisis, a medical crisis. Um, And, you know. As Latinos or as people who are the caretakers for their parents, isn't it like the instinct to stay put? But I wasn't able to interact with this person. So it was like I could do what I was doing from Utah, talking to the doctors, FaceTiming, doing what I have to do. And so I did just that. And to be in the mountains, to be among tranquilidad is exactly what the doctor ordered for me. You know, maybe not for my you know, family member, but it was and incredible. You, and Utah, I mean, of all places. that's where people go to Utah for like rehab and shit. <laughs> it's like, you went, like it you went to, I didn't know what you went for. Like at first I heard you went to Utah before. And then it's like the news came in slowly and I was like, Oh, you went for, uh, uh, you know, for the, for the, at a, for the, to see the premiere. Um, but I was like, you, what are you going to Utah for? Yeah, and they treated us to a lovely dinner. They rented out the movie theater. They wow. rented out a private space in the movie theater wow. for a beautiful, beautiful dinner where they featured some of the, like, I don't know, you call it, I, I don't know how to say, animatics, schematics, like the cartoons. Animatic. Look, I have one behind me. They were showcasing this. They made comic books out of all the episodes. Ooh, that looks so Damn, okay. It wow. was really exciting to see everything printed out and then... You know, me playing the mom, and then we—it was just great. It was, and to walk the red carpet, to have pictures taken, the press was there, and to wake up in front of the mountains. Um, it wasn't rehab, but it was recalibration. I—I mm. I went out there and I recalibrated mm. a recab. bit. Recab, recab, recab. Ooh, so, that's maybe yeah, yeah, it's recab. I love Yo, recab. Go ahead, a recab. You know. <laughs> well, I don't know if you have any rehab in your bochicha bites, any news of celebrities, but no. I was wondering if we can segue into it. Yeah. Let's do it. I've been waiting all day. Aye. I've been waiting all night. I've been waiting all day. Bochicha bites. I've been waiting all day. I've been waiting all night. I've been waiting all day. What up, y'all? Yay! We do so many interviews, you know, like the the bochinche bites are very few and far between. <laughs> but 
I think that makes it more special. I'm missing them. I'm feeling it. I don't even know what's going on. What you got? Um, Missing it a lot. What you got, son? We're back. Um, This will be a quick Bochicha Bites. You know, we kind of already have a a very packed episode. But I want to give you a little bit. I want to give you a taste. Mm. Mm -hmm. You got to have a taste. You got to have a little bite. All right? A little bite. A little nosh. Uh, A little nosh. A nibble. Um, A Bochicha nibble? A, b- a nibble, yes. Speaking nibble. of nibble, um, the first story is about Cardi B. She seems like she's a nibbler. Um, mm. So <laughs> she got a mansion in the Dominican Republic from um, from Offset for her birthday. Wow. wow. He got her a mansion in the yard. Damn. Amazing. I think oh, uh, nice. WAP now stands for Wealthy Ass Property. Whoa, Jimmy. <laughs> Um, oh snap! So this uh, Cardi B and B is supposedly <laughs> Jimmy. <laughs> Cardi she B got and B. For, she got um she got it for her 29th, and Damn. it's a beautiful island property with a sky blue pool, and it's beach. It's surrounded by palm trees wow. and greenery. I'm and, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and uh, yeah, so must be in Capicana, Capicana. That's where uh, Julio Iglesias has his spot. All the rich people have this spot. Uh, um, what's his name? Like in Casa the... de Campo. Casa de Campo, that's it. Oh, so is that like the Beverly Hills? Old school. Of... I, I, I don't know. I don't know if they bought it there, but that's like the Beverly Hills of DR. Ca- Casa like the de Campo. old school Beverly. I mean, I don't know what it is. I guess it's still bougie, but I yeah. mean, like you know. Juan Guerra has his house there. Sammy Salsa, like everybody, every, every almost uh, the who's who's have has a house. That's there. that's when you know, like uh, celebrities are are getting smart with their money, you know, because there's that point where you're like, oh, th- these this person's gonna probably be bankrupt soon because they're probably just spending and spending and not thinking. But when they start buying real estate, then mm-hmm. you're like, oh, okay, now they got a plan. Because mm. then I want that generational wealth, you mm. know. Yeah, so small with it. Good for Doing her. it for the culture. Yeah, good for her because it seems like she's trying to get that real estate. Maybe eventually she'll be having a lot of property maybe in, in DR and in a bunch of different Latin American countries. That's how you got to do it. You got to like, you got to plan for the future. So good. And shout out to Offset because that's a tough. Cardi B seems like someone like she would be hard to get a gift for. Right. Mm. It's like, what do you get for the woman who's like buying everything for herself? You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's like, oh, I, you know, Mama, I got you a mansion in your uh, your homeland, your homeland, your homeland. I know all the family members were like, "Wepa, happy birthday!" <laughs> how we many rooms, fit- Cardi? How many rooms? I'm staying over. Uh, um, the whole guest though. house girl. <laughs> I love that. Don't y'all love that? Like what what that's going to do for our country. You know, it just whenever there's good press about ZR, got to celebrate that. Right. Like this is good press. This ain't that like, remember, they had all that bad press, the resorts. Yes. And people getting killed. People getting but, mysteriously <laughs> murdered. And by like, drinking po- the vodka from poisoned. their like mini bar. Ugh, it was terrible. That was some like murder mystery weekend. Like, oh, someone got poisoned near the, you know, near the cabana. In Puerto in the Rocks. So crazy. That's but it was this like, is good. This is this good. This is good. This is good press. Good stuff. And um, yeah, go to DR and uh, you know, maybe you'll maybe that'll be on a tour. 
a future Dominican uh, tour. Like, this is Cardi B's house on the right. Un culture. Uh, <laughs> <the> culture. <laughs> That's cultures, yeah. Cultures. I can see culture doing like a... Uh, like a Jaden Smith, like he's gonna mm. want, she's gonna want to like move out before she's like seventeen. <laughs> right. She's she's gonna want to get like I think, uh, and Jaden Smith is Will Smith's kid, and Jada's, um, oh, like man. he got like legally, uh, like separated from his parents. I don't know some shit like wow, that where wow. he was just like, I want to be able to live on my own at like fifteen. Wow. So, <laughs> That's the new way to do it. That's the new With way that to do kind it. of money, though, are you really living your own? Like, if I were that mom or dad, I'd be like, go ahead. Like, here's your gazillion dollar house and all the people that I'm hiring to raise you. So bye bye. You're not alone. <laughs> and there are security cameras all over the place. So when you think you're alone, you're really not, you yeah. know? Wow. It's true. It's true. That's just so. what I envision my, my visualization in my head. You know, sounds, sounds like the Kardashians. It's part of your, it's part of your recap. Your recap. <laughs> You're recabbing right now. Um, <sighs> next, Bochincha uh, Bai. So there was a Thomas Jefferson statue that is being removed Ooh. from the New York City Council Chambers. It's like been a whole thing. They had whole like hearings about it, and after, there was a debate um, over Jefferson's legacy. You know, what did he do? Pro- what did he? What the hell did he do? Well, I mean, okay, so this is a direct quote. From, I like him. He's on a twenty dollar bill, man. This is I a like direct quote dude. from somebody in the in the council meeting where they were deciding this. Um, he was a slave owning pedophile. That's how he described Ooh, Thomas no. Jefferson. And you thought Trump was bad? Damn, um, <laughs> damn, Thomas Jefferson. Hello. Well, look, I mean, Jefferson. Look, he. If you look at the history books or the ones, not the ones that they that they have in school the ones that you have to look for in the library and shit <laughs> um, <laughs> um he believed blacks were inferior to whites you know uh, oh, he was shit. a slaveholder and he treated native americans as savages i mean this mm. guy would have been canceled immediately back then <laughs> wow but now it's taken all this time 2021 and they're like let's let's take this let's take this dude statue um Away from here, and like oh, I don't know. So I don't yo, know that means stick it, Jamie. That means they're maybe gonna get rid of the twenty dollar bill, yo. That yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that works with changing people's faces on money. Like, wasn't there like all this talk about they were gonna put like I don't know uh, some other historical figures, uh, um, Aunt Jemima? I don't know. They were gonna put someone. They got rid of Aunt Jemima. <laughs> oh, they got rid of. They were gonna yeah. put, like. They Rosa got rid of the, the, the little rascals. They got rid of buckwheat. They getting rid of everybody. They talk yo. all that shit about, but they never remove people from the money. Like they keep saying, like we're gonna we're gonna change the dollar bill or the twenty dollar bill. But no, they, I I still see all these you know all these these forefathers um, who who are still on the money. Uh, but anyways, so this is but this is happening. They they voted on this. Now uh, I think it's time to consider taking a. Good old Christopher Columbus's statue Ooh. down from Columbus Circle. What? Yes. Ooh, that'll be Off yo. Off with his be... head. Oh, this dude. That'll um, be crazy if that happens. Oh my the, god. The, the New York Italian population will not be happy. <laughs> they would not be. They would be. They would they'd be no. more pissed off. They, they 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 wouldn't be. You know, like even when the Sopranos like last episode, they still wouldn't have been more pissed off. Wow. Then they would be if they took the statue down. Now, 
I don't know. I don't know if look. There's probably so many statues around the world with problematic people, right? <laughs> you, what are you gonna do? Are you gonna knock them all down? Like I don't know if I'm down with knocking every statue down. Um, you know, it is what it is. You know, the sh- the, the birds will shit on them regardless. You know what That's I mean? That's true, man. That's they true do. too. I almost want to see that more than the Christopher Columbus statue. I'd like to see bird shit all over his face. Uh, but. <laughs> And it's Columbus Circle. Like, I mean, what are you going to call it? It's just going to be the circle when you take the statue out? Like, mm. it's true. Mm. I don't know. I don't know if mm. I'm down with taking down statues everywhere. You know, it, it's just going to be so much. Uh, can I ask a question? Yeah. This may sound dumb, but were there any good Columbuses? Like, didn't he have mad brothers, Bartholomew Columbus? Wasn't there like mad Columbuses? Like instead of Christopher or Cristobal, which we call him in the Dominican Republic, right? Like, is there another Columbus that we could shout out? Like maybe he had a sister. Maybe yeah, Margarita, Margarita Columbus needs some shine. No, you know? no, no, no. I or like Columbus, Or the whole Ohio, family is. Columbus, Columbus, Ohio. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or Christopher Wallace, a.k.a., you know, Biggie. Yo, but Wallace. I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. I'm down with that, Christopher. So they could call it Wallace Circle. They could put a Biggie. A or Biggie Circle. Just put Biggie Circle, change Columbus to Biggie. Biggie and Biggie Circle. circle. Yeah, Biggie yeah. Circle. Biggie Circle sounds, you know, you know how many ciphers are going to take place around Biggie Circle? That's amazing. Ooh. Wow. Amazing. I mean, he's from Brooklyn. It's in Manhattan, so that might oh. be a little. But, I mean, they did call him the King of New York, though, too. So I Yo, think that- he would be fine with it. That whole area needs a renovation now that we're talking about it because you got Columbus Circle right across the street from the Trump Hotel. Can we just knock that whole area, like that like b- three or four block vicinity and rename it, reconstruct it? I think all they got to do is just, yeah, change the name. They got to oh, reconstruct yeah, I guess we don't it. Have it's to a pretty big-ass building. Yeah, I guess we uh, can Again, just maybe just call it the Biggie... The Biggie. That's easier. <laughs> call yeah. that the Biggie uh, States or whatever the, whatever the hell that building is. The Biggie uh, Duets. The Biggie Duets. The Biggie <laughs> <laughs> Jersey Jersey <laughs> I go. So yeah, these statues gotta go. <laughs> but you know, if if we gotta pay for these statues to be to be torn down, then you know what? Just leave that shit up. I don't yeah, care. yeah, fuck it. Yeah, um, that's money that we don't need. They're, they're gonna raise the fair hikes and stuff, and then yeah, if you, oh, you yeah, guys wanted the statues taken down. All right, we'll we'll figure it out. Yep. Let's get a bunch of sledgehammers. We'll just do it ourselves. Yep. And the, the the last story of the day, um, mm. Hooters. Hooters was in the news. Oh yeah, I didn't even know it was still open. Love Hooters. Woof. I didn't even know it was still open, but like there was a whole thing where like Hooters were they they were they were they had these new shorts that they were gonna they were coming out with that they wanted Ooh, their waitresses to wear, really? and um, the waitresses weren't having it. They were they were complaining that these looked like underwear. Come on, wow. what's, what's the problem? I mean, don't they uh, always wear <laughs> these? Uh, don't they wear these little uh, Daisy Dukes all the time in the Hooters? Well, they were saying that these ones, um, the girls with the more meat on their bones, it, it, these these shorts were riding up on them. So it was like they had a wedgie all the time. <laughs> oh, that's uncomfortable. I can feel that's them uncomfortable. That. I don't know yeah, if a wedgie is necessarily even like sexy. Damn, even Hooters, like feminists are like in Hooters now. You, you know, they're getting down with the uh, with the Hooters. Hooters. And, uh... I I don't I I thought it was closed down because I'm, you know, I, I, in this day and age, I think Hooters. Uh, you know, I, I I I would think you know because they even were talking about bringing like guy waiters into Hooters. Oh no! And then to me, I was like, that's man, a feast of on, face. Man. Wow, look at the response here. Nah, yo, so for well, real. No, I mean, well, first of all, when I go to Hooters, I'm not even a fan. Like, I'm not even a fan of Hooters only because there's always regulars there, right? And the waitresses mm. they attach themselves to 
the 300 pound regulars that go there like every other day. It's like oh, a strip club. It it's almost like yeah. a strip club. Wow. If you have to go there so many times where they kind of, kind of like cheers, like where everybody knows, knows your name. Right. So they'll be yeah. like, oh, hey, hey, Tommy. Norm. Norm. Yeah. Hi, Hi honey. What's up, Sam? Hi, Daddy. Hi, Daddy. You want, yeah, you want, Daddy? The, you want the quadruple rack of, li- of, of ribs? <laughs> you want the ribs with the beef burger on the side, Daddy? <laughs> and then they sit down with them. They're laughing. And then, you know, I come, me, I come in there like they've never seen me before. And they're like, what do you want? Mm. What, what do you want? What do you want? Uh, you know, hurry up, make a decision. We have three things here: wings, you know, hot wings, and and buffalo wings. What do you want? And I'm like, all right, yo, just give me whatever, just whatever. You know, so you don't get the hey daddy service. I don't get the hey daddy. I get, I, I get, you know, excuse me, sir. I get that. Um, right. You know, we have this table reserved for someone else. That's what I get. Hey, you so, don't look like you order a lot anyway. So let me just order for you. I'll be back with your food. Thanks a lot, schmuck. <laughs> Hurry up and eat it before it gets cold. All right, let's go. What do you want? Some celery? Fine, I'll be right back. <laughs> and they don't like it. And then so the, they, they don't even like it when you stare at them. I mean, obviously, I'm not like an ogler, right? I go there. I'm, I'm like, no, I respect the, I respect. I the would women. love to see you ordering at Hooters. I would love I, nothing more to see you ordering from like a big busted woman with a Hooters shirt. And on. I, I think that'd be really all, weird like, and awkward and fun. I get flustered. Of and I'm course just like, you, you do, because you're Jamie such a respectful red. boy. Like He gets red. Jamie gets but, red. <laughs> and then if I do get caught out there looking for a second, I get all like, it, I, I make it obvious. Busted. I, like, I almost fall out of my seat. I'm like, uh, I start looking at like the ceiling all of a sudden, like, you know, and they don't like that because I'm not a regular. They're like, you know, they start talking to the regulars like, do you see this pervert, Tony? Look at this you see this pervert boy. over here staring at me? And she's on his lap saying this, you know? Right. Feeding him the ribs. Anyways, that I, I went into a whole tangent. The whole point is that you know, uh, the Hooters waitresses aren't having it now. They they want to be comfortable, but and they don't want to be half naked anymore. Damn man, so that's it's bad a new, news. It's a but new, anyway, it's a new day. Wow, it's a new day. I like wow. that. I can respect that as a woman, but you know, I'm also on this like yeah. I frolic the world half naked now, so I don't. <laughs> I don't. I can't really. Rachel I'm not the right a, a person. Job application at Hooters. You ain't Listen, discriminating. Christmas is around the corner, and that Amazon list is long. Amazon Whoa, is smart. They know what they're doing. Yeah. They know what they're doing. They know that I got kids here, and they send that Amazon <laughs> gift guide in the mail with a perforated list for Santa, so they can check what they want in the catalog and then write it down on the list. They're they're brilliant marketers at Amazon. Hats off to you. I feel mm. you. So, so yeah, some like, side uh, money would be nice. Hey, you would be like, I wear that underwear. Oh, it's tips. size extra so small. Yeah, I'll take it. I don't care. I, I, Let... I walk around with a wedgie for tips. You know, it's cool. Anybody got a scissor? I want to cut this tank top a little more. Low. I need more cleavage because I got. I don't got none. I don't got big ones anymore. They're gone. So I need all the help I can get. Oh, oh my God. God. You have, okay, you need help with your Hooters. Okay. Yeah, because weight loss is great, but like everything got lost, including my tetas. I don't know where they are. <laughs> I lost them. Instead of fly tetas, buy tetas. Oh, Jamie! <laughs> and that's the bite for this week. Yo. I don't know how to recover from that buy tetas, but I think that means hello, Frank Spiracy News. Live from La Gran Manzana, it's Frank Spiracy News with Frank Nibs. Hello! 
It's Frank. Hello. Everybody, come on. Frank's here. I miss you guys gather so much. Around the, gather around the radio yes. station. Yes, Let's yes, gather yes. around the Frank fire. You know, it's been so long. I, I mean, I got some great news for you guys. Like, things are really looking up. Um, and this is my first time in a long time. And I said to myself, you know what? I got to give it a little some really good, fabulous news, Juice. okay? Mm, juicy, juicy. Mm. Okay, guys. Today, we're going to talk about jab alternatives, okay? Oh. What? Yes. Guys, we Explain. don't have... Explain. Yes, things are moving up in 2022, Okay. You know, everything is looking up in New York. Everything is opening up. You know, I feel good. And I got some really good news with these alternatives, you know. It may come, guys, with that uh, <clears throat> 2022 and going forward, the people that haven't been uh, jabbed, they may not have to be jabbed, guys. Oh, Uh-oh. we're talking about vaccinations. Yes. Uh, I didn't want to say the word uh, because, we you know, the algorithms. Punches. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Rachel oh. thought you were talking about boxing. No, I was no, really no. into yeah, yeah. it. Mom, yeah. Okay. okay, you have to say it. But, okay, yes, that, that Can word, we come right. up with a different word? Like, no, no, you, of... I didn't want to say it, but, yeah, it's not so boxing. So come up with a different word. And, uh, like, that, uh, you said the Jamie, word. I didn't want to say it. Help anyway. us come up with a different word. Instead of what I said, is there something else? Instead of jabbing? Instead of uh, the, the jab, the, the oh. ma- I'll, it rhymes with vaccination. Oh, oh man! So um, well, guys. Um, I don't the know the V word, the V word, but then the V word, the V word, yeah, with yeah, vagina. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> fine. For Let's the sake of this, finish. fine, guys, look, fine, fine. A, look, guys, they're coming out in 2022. They're coming out with one of the three alternatives. It's called the COVID pill. Okay. Oh. All right. Okay. And um, there's this drug maker. Uh, I don't like the name. The, the drug maker is, the name of it is called Merck. The drug, oh, I yes. Know, of I, course. I don't like the name Merking. Um, I just don't like that name. But they tried this pill on 775 people while COVID was going on. Mm. Okay. And many of them came back better. Okay. And they gave dummy pills to some people. And they found out that this pill helped out a lot of people with COVID, you know, people that had COVID symptoms. And they're saying right now, the government right now uh, authorized 1.7 million doses, okay, if the FDA approves it. I'm kind of happy, okay, um, with this COVID uh, pill that's coming out. And by the way, guys, it's red. It's a red pill. (gasps) The Matrix, red, blue, it's a red pill. My so I God. think if you want to go down the red the red rabbit hole, this is the perfect pill for you. Wait, guys. does it also give you an erection? Yeah, because then <laughs> I'll oh, take it. I'll right, take it. right. Hey, music. That's a. <laughs> wait a minute, to look Frank. Into. So wait, you're down with a pill, but not a shot. Good question. Is this whole time? I mean, I'm going to give just, you. A, the, you just don't like getting shots. No, good question, Jamie, Jamie. They have something even better. They have the vaccine patch now. Okay. <laughs> They Shut have up. Va- yes, I swear to God. They have like a the maxi- nicotine patch? Yes, it's like a nicotine patch, and it works 10 times greater than the actual shot. And it has micro needles in it. It's like a little pinch. You can't even feel it. You put it on yourself, doop, and it's like a little pinch, and you have a... You, that's it. You don't have to go to the doctor. You just put the patch on. It's a, it's a Doctors actually print it in their offices. It's 3D printed. So your doctor can give it to you from the actual office. This thing is amazing, guys. Um, This should be coming out in 2022 or 20. Uh, 2020, 2023. Okay? Can this come out after the basketball season? So I don't want Kyrie Irving to play for the Nets this, this year. Oh, Ooh. man. You know, I'm a Knicks fan, so you know. Um, or <laughs> Yo, or... I'm not a sports follower, but I heard about this. That's really crazy. Do, do you want to talk about that real quick? The NBA and its protocol and why well, he can't... Well, the protocol's in New York City specifically, and also uh, San Francisco does it too. Uh, you can't... Um, 
you have to be vaccinated to play right um on a team uh yeah to just play um in your home arena and so Kyrie would if if he was going to play this season for Brooklyn and not get the vaccine he wouldn't be able to play home games right and he he wouldn't also be able to play any games in San Francisco and any other state that decides to do this i i i don't know if there's any other states other than those uh um or cities other than those anyways and so right now he's taking a stand and he's not playing. So he's not playing here's for the real. Thing. I don't mind people taking a stand. You know, I, 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 again, I've always been like, you do you with your body. I just don't like people that say, I still need to do research. Yo, it's been two years, bro. Like, <laughs> fucking, how much research do people have to, like, these must be the most procrastinating researchers I've ever seen mm -hmm. because it's basically like, I still got to do my research. I'm like, okay, look, you know what? If you don't want to take it, don't take it. And, right. and tell us that. Um, okay. And for whatever reason. And Kyrie's a conspiracy guy, too. And I know deep down he has some theories that he's not sharing with the general public. Yeah. But you're going to give us the whole, like, I still want to do some more reading yeah. about it. I'm like, no, don't give us, don't give us that crap. Cause to me, that is like, that's insincere. That's like me saying, Oh, I took the shot and I know that is foolproof and I'm not going to get anything from it in 10 years. Cause I don't know that, you know? So, um, there's doubt. There's, there's questions both ways. Oh man. But you can't bullshit me on the reason that you're not taking it. Anyway, I don't care. He's a Brooklyn net. And right. I, I rather he not play this year. Wow. I agree with you. I don't like wow. any Nets Rachel, players. I know you rock Nets hats a lot. You know? uh, I do, but more for the sake that it says Brooklyn. So, uh, you know, it's okay. Wait, Frank, though. Are, okay, I just want to hear your thoughts on Kyrie. What do you think of Kyrie? I, I, are, you, are you for him standing up? Because this is a serious issue. Are you for him taking a stand for this? I just leave you guys with this. Uh, I believe in the land of the free. And I believe in this country. And I believe in freedom of speech and uh, all of the above. And I respect his opinion and I respect his stance. Um, okay, there Frank, were 70, hold on, real quick though, Frank, if you were give, leaving, I, I, I don't know the exact amount of money that he's leaving on the table. If you were leaving $50 million on the table to take, like he is, uh, would you, would you consider the shot? At that point, great question. I'm gonna take the let risk with this shit and not lose my money. You know, I'm not gonna let it affect my income. I think Word. Jamie, uh, right right now, is not about money to a lot of people. It's about the principle, and a lot of people can't see that because we live in a in a money society. But right. certain people are looking at like that. You you have a sovereign body, and your body belongs to you. And why should anyone have a say in what you should put in your body, okay. no matter what? And he's taking a stand, and you have to respect him for it. I respect him as a human being. Um, would I, would I take it? Um, you know what? I came, I came up poor as hell. <laughs> Maybe I will take the fucking shot if you give me. <laughs> right? Look, this well, yeah, yeah. I keep You're it real. For the pill. You're waiting for the pill. Right. I'm waiting, waiting for the, for oh, the and I, no, and by, you know, I'm going to go to the, to the third alternative. I talked to you guys about, uh, two of them. But again, um, maybe if I'm in his position, maybe I take it. I'm not in his position. Maybe I take it, but I give him a lot of respect. And um, the funny thing about that mandate is that it only pertains to only three teams in the NBA. Right. All the other teams, it doesn't pertain to the other players. So it's it letting you know at the end of the day, it's not about really about the, the, the virus going on. It's about them actually getting this mandate and really sticking it to whoever they want to stick it to at the end of the day. That's my Literally. opinion on it. 
Yes, I believe that. So it's like... um, Bradley Beal from the Washington Wizards is not uh, vaccinated, and he's playing for his team. And there's a lot of other players on the NBA that are playing. It's Um, it's a weird thing, yeah, because there are unvaccinated players that can play. Right, and it's Um, it's, it's really weird. He just happens to be unlucky to play. For him, he's he's unlucky to play for a New York team. Right, and I, I, I think this. Uh, I'm gonna leave this with this. I mean, uh, Rachel and I spoke about this. I think this thing is gonna be go start going down political lines. Uh, they're going to start discriminating uh, uh, people for for what for this vaccine, whether you have it or not. It's already happening. Um, well, yeah, just, he's getting props from Ted Cruz. And he's getting it, props it, it, from all these like conservative dudes. FYI, they all have the vaccine, by the way. Right, and it should, um, and, and my yeah. my whole thing should it go down political lines, or should it be a personal thing? You know, if you're not vaxxed, why does it have to be that you're in a political group or you have a certain ideology? You know what I mean? Look, it shouldn't yo, be that. Everything is political nowadays, man. I know, and it shouldn't everything. be everything. But so, I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave yeah. it with this. The third alternative, guys, is yeah, yeah. They're growing it in foods, okay, and preferably in vegetables, GMOs, okay, and they're gonna put it in food, and they say preferably it'd be great in salads, okay. Because so what's sa- going to be in food? Like the uh, the actual uh, vaccine itself. The vaccine is going to yes, be in my. Veggies. They're already doing GMOs already. That is going to alter whatever needs to be altered in your body, just like that vaccine does to your body, and it has to be through vegetables. This is the best means for this thing to actually work. So eventually, guys, they're going through the foods, through the through this patch, and through these pills. We'll have the whole society vac- vaccinated. It's going to happen eventually. It's a so, beautiful uh, like, thing. You know, maybe like um, more rappers will start taking it. Maybe if they if you put it in the weed, Ooh. you could smoke it. Yo, yo, yes. I'm smoking this vaccine. Yo, this vaccine <laughs> strand is fucking no joke. I wouldn't doubt it if they already have it in it, Jamie. That's coming out very soon. <laughs> it's very soon. You know what I mean? Someone overdoses on the vaccine. like, And the blunt yeah. looks like a syringe. You know what I mean? It oh, looks this is getting way, this is way, way complicated. I mean, it's interesting that if you have the vaccine and all these different ways to take it, will, you think more people will take it? I, I feel like the people who are not taking it now will still be, they'll be like, I, I don't know what that does for me. And that might, you know, I don't know what's going to happen in, you know, 10 years down the road. Well, I mean, I mean certain yeah. people have certain theories on it. Certain people feel that it it alters your 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 DNA and and mm-hmm. it alters other things in your chemistry of your body. I mean, everyone has a different opinion on it. Like, do you guys actually know what's in these vaccines? Like the ingredients? There's certain people and doctors that are going on record on what's actually in them and what they actually do to our systems. Right? So, like, didn't Dr. Fauci say just today that the J and J vaccine should have been a double dose? Mm. Ugh. Hey, certain he players just said that today. Certain players have come out saying they got blood clots and uh, certain ailments after they got the the vaccine. So there's a lot of going back and forth right now. The well, fact uh, look, that- another another thing that these players I've heard some players say is that yo people are still getting um, COVID. There you go. Um, uh, from but yeah, but the, but 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 the, a vaccine is not a cure. So like again, these people that are doing research, these basketball players. They don't know the difference between a vaccine and a cure. A cure doesn't... A cu- the vaccine will help you defend yourself against, uh, you know, COVID, but you still might get it. But right. even just if like, you get it, it'll... Just like it'll, Colin Powell got it, and he got COVID, and he was vaccinated. Rest in he peace. Just, rest in peace, Mr. Powell. But guess what? He got COVID, and he took the vaccine, so... But we also don't know if he had COVID. There's these long... These people that got it early on got the vaccine... But that shit is still in their system. You get it again. He's eighty something. He had he had uh, 
you know. They said complications. I, I, we don't complications. Know, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Complications could be like he's had it and getting it again. I mean, but look, there's no foolproof anything. And and the, again, we, there's a lot of questions. But I I think this is an interesting bite. Uh, the bite. <laughs> <laughs> Vaccine bites. Uh, <laughs> oh, that should be a reoccurring. I like that. Uh, I think this is a very uh, interesting. You said the V Frank word, Spears. by the way. Is he a very mm. interesting Frank Spears because I didn't know there was they they were trying to put these different forms of the vaccine out. Like it's interesting. We got to get the whole world, guys. Okay, the new world order has to get the whole world in the new order, and you're not gonna get the new Yo. order in unless you put it in everything and it everybody in above well, the can new. I- Order. Can I add one thing to this combo real quick? I ahead, don't know Rachel. how it is outside of New York, but I'm seeing the stakes are getting high mm. in terms of what they're offering if you get your vaccine up in here. Ooh. Yo, I first of all, yeah. I'm an angry shopper. Yeah, because that's like, you know, you go and buy a TV at Best Buy the week before Thanksgiving and you drop $2,000 then Black Friday, they're selling the shit for 200 You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like, wait a minute, what? Like, why didn't I just wait a little while longer to get NFL tickets? I told you guys how badly I want to go to a Giants game. Now they're giving them out for free if you get a vax. Two wow. well, the way tickets. they're playing, I, 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 don't, I, I don't think they can oh. give them out. Uh, Is now, it not uh, worth a lot? Okay. Now, but they give it out. Metro cards, concert tickets, money, gift cards. No, Do you man. see this? And Come it was on, to get people that didn't want to get it in the first place. So what? We don't get rewarded. The people that 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 got it, like you know, yeah, the, the, the pioneers, went, the, the people that <laughs> went after it, like the iPhone people that buy the iPhone on the first day and shit. The guinea pigs. We should get something. Something. You know what? They're gonna give you like a tax write off, I think, or something for getting it so early. And- the last thing I'm going to say about the V word is my sister called me twice today. Oh two my. separate phone calls for me to do two different things at mm. my vaccination site on my arm. The one thing she asked me was to disconnect from Bluetooth and then reconnect <laughs> to see if the vax site on my arm was giving off a Bluetooth signal. Okay. <laughs> the second thing, she, I swear to God, the second thing she asked me to do was to hover my phone over the vaccination site. I said it again, over the V word site on my arm to see if it scans a QR code. She wanted to see if I had a QR code built under my skin. Both wow. experiments failed, and I'll leave it at that. Frank, okay. uh, wow. Frank, any final words on this on this Frank Spiracy topic? My, my final words are <laughs> Rachel, and uh, please listen to your sister. <laughs> well, I <laughs> did, I tried. Be, that will be the fake news for this week. Thank you so much, everyone. Thank you. Uh, 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 <laughs> hard-hitting topics, y'all. We don't shy away from it. We don't. We shy towards it. Oof. Does that make sense? Can't get enough Oof. of it. Who wants to go first? I'll toss that imaginary coin in the air since we're talking football. Here you go. 
There's a toss up. <laughs> Jamie, call it. Ow, it just hit my my face. Sorry, <laughs> I used a dollar too, not one of those quarters. It was a big dollar. Uh, the Thomas Jefferson uh, dollar? Uh, $20? No, um, Susan B. Anthony. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, first of all, for me, I'll, I'll go first. Much love and respect to Yero.com. Can we get some love and respect for yes. Yero.com? Love, respect. It is the go-to <laughs> Latino men's news and lifestyle platform. Oof. Um, so, and this week they download on the highlights from this year's DC fandom. Uh, which had plenty of Latinos, from panelists to characters repping. So Batman's still white. He's not Latino yet. But there's a lot of other Latinos in the DC fandom in the world. So um, Wait a minute, what happened, with, what happened with Superman? Superman, I heard there was a... Superman? I don't know. In Lois Lane, that... something happened. I think they... The, I think the... they, they broke up. Uh, no, no, they're know. having... I think the next character, so he's bisexual. Oh, he okay, came so... out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so bisexual. A lot of people was going in one of the comic books. So these comic books, there's like you know, there's always new interpretations. So right now, the the Superman right now is really Superboy, but he's currently Superman. Um, uh, Super what girl? Superboy? What is it? What's going on here? Well, now he's he's a now. Now he's Super Bi. Super Bi. I I love that. (laughs) Yeah. Of course, you know. The diehard comic, guy, you know, guys who still live in their, you know, the ones who still live in their ba- parents' basement, um, they're pissed off because they're like, this is not our Superman. Hashtag not our Superman. Oh, um, shit. So instead of Lois Lane, you know, he also likes, he likes a, Lu- a Lois and a Lewis Lane. You know what I mean? Oh, Jamie. He, does, he doesn't want to stay. He doesn't want to stay in one lane. Basically. Oh, so, Jamie. Right, wow. It just became a bite, and it wasn't supposed to be. This is a Yero.com story. So good. Anyways, so good. So good. So check good. Check out Yero.com. They'll tell you all about this, all the DC fandom stuff. Um, um, check it out for the whole story. And as far as me, Jay Ferns, Instagram, J underscore Ferns, Twitter. Uh, Frank. Ooh. Frank. I want to give a huge happy birthday, a happy belated birthday to my number one. And I have a lot of Eloeras, Eloeros, you know, that listen. But it's my number one listener from like, maybe like four years ago. Desiree Para Garcia on Facebook. Ooh. Uh, this, I mean, we still Ooh. stay friends all these years. We still hit each other up. Um, I want to wish her a, a huge 50th. And it's not a coincidence that we're both the same age. And I just want to bless her and hope that she has many more years. From me you. and all the Eloeros. I we also want to give Yes. I also want to give a shout out to Ramon Pasante, Mark Rain. Uh great job, guys. Uh have fun. I learned so much from them. I also want to give a huge shout out to Glory Morel, not Glory Mora. Um, she's a great actress. And also to Uptown Shots and you, Rachel, and Mel and uh Vicky. Great, great, great summer. Yeah. yeah. We had a great shoot. Thanks, Frank. Thanks for the shout out. I'll shout you out right back. Um, yeah, so I don't have much, but yo, I got a lot of information popping on my Instagram page right now. Okay. That's the hub. What's all the hub bub? Join me on the Rachel La Loca Club on mm. Instagram. Okay. At Rachel La Loca. 
There's a snippet from the Tuttle Twins. There's some information there. There's links to articles. I invite you. Come join me. Um, and also, I want to shout out Mel. I cannot wait for the next project. Shout out to the Trust. And I have a birthday shout out. I want to shout out Jason Olea, who's a huge fan of ours. And to all the podcasters out there, let's keep rocking. And I also want to say, like... It's past October 15th, but mi gente, let's let the celebration continue. Uh-huh. Let's keep partying like it's 1999 hey, for Latinos, okay? Yes. Thanks for listening, y'all. And of course, Woo-hoo. you know, we can't do this show without our behind-the-scenes crew, all right? Hey. We got Paco, our producer-supervisor. Paco! P-A-C-O! Paco, Paco, Paco! We have Mitzi, our producer extraordinaire. M-I-T-Z-I. Why? Because she's fly. She's Mitzi. She's and Mitzi. And, of course, we have Augusto, our audio engineer. Ah. Augusto, lots of letters, but he's the man. Augusto. Ah. Augusto. Ah. These three are, you know, they do it all for us. So Backbone. Backbone. We really bro. appreciate them. And we always, you know, got to shout them out after every episode. So thanks for listening, y'all. And see you next. Well, listen, hear us next week. Because you're not going to see us next week. That doesn't sound very sexy. I know. Hear you later? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll workshop it and try something else next week. All right. Later. On that note, we out. Brah!